Oh, hi, Peter. Yes. Hi, Steph. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm um, just great. Thanks. Thanks for calling. Um, I sent you an email uh, a few days ago about this possibility of me having a radio talk show again. Did you get the email? I did. I did. Um, I. It sounds interesting, but uh, what's uh, what's been going on? I guess you and I last talked, uh, oh, quite some time ago. Yeah, yeah, it's been probably several years. I had you on my show uh, at least once and maybe a couple times. Yeah, that's right. Right. So, um, well, briefly, I, you know, I did that show. I called the Peter Mac Show for about five years on a, on a local radio station, an AM station here in the Kansas City area. And I never got paid for it, but that was fine. I just I did it out of, uh, you know, a labor of love because I believed in the ideas. And in, in those days, I was a staunch, you know, proponent of the Constitution and and that sort of thing. And then gradually, like many folks, I've come over to the position that, you know, any government is really the threat of violence or the use of violence against individuals. And therefore, I'm an anarchist. Right. Um, and you and Larkin Rose, to me, are the best uh, proponents of that philosophy, the best articulators of it. And since and then I got this offer from this fella. Um, oh, let's see what's his name. Um, Michael something. Michael Powers to do this radio show. The reason I wanted to run it by you is because uh, you obviously have some business sense since you you pull in donations. I'm I'm one of those subscribers to your free domain podcast, right? Yes, yes, uh, and and thank you for that. Uh, so, um, well, so go sure. Ahead. Um, so the offer is to do this. At first, he was going to offer me one hour a week, and now he's offering me three hours a week from nine to midnight on Saturdays. So, um, what I want to get from you, if you have any knowledge in this, is how I could raise the fifteen hundred dollars a month for advertising that he needs, or the, I mean, I'd have to raise it through advertising or whatever um, to pay for the show. Otherwise, it's coming out of my pocket. And then secondly, if you would be interested in being a fairly regular guest on the show. Well, uh, I'm, I'm certainly, I can certainly talk to the latter. I would certainly be happy to jump in and see if it's of, I'm of interest to your listeners for sure. But uh, tell me a little bit more about um, – oh, sorry. I have my daughter. She just bumped her head. It's okay. Oh, sweetness. So, yeah, sorry. Tell me a little bit more about um, – uh, this sort of $1,500 a month and all that? Well, I mean, I just got this email from this guy, Michael Powers, at something called Liberty News Radio, and I haven't heard of it, but, but um, I, you know, obviously they're looking for people to do, to host shows of in, you know, the Liberty kind of uh, view of the world, which obviously is pretty wide. I mean, I'm sure they have lots of other people other than people like you and me on there. But anyway, he got he got a lot of emails from people suggesting my name because, I, you know, because I'd done this show in the, a show in the past for five years, and I still maintain my website just in the hopes that I, you know, something like this would come along. Um, I don't know anything about really raising, you know, getting people to advertise on the show and pay money enough to cover the fifteen hundred dollars. I mean, I'm, I, I just got actually I got fired from my job about six months ago, so I'm reluctant to take big risk. I might do one month. I might fork out fifteen hundred dollars to get it up on the air and get you and Larkin on there and get your philosophy and name and stuff out there more. Um, you know, I mean, obviously, I'd like to make money at it. I'm a I'm a capitalist pig, so sure, sure. You know, um, but also. 
I'm what I'm wondering out loud then is would this be a vehicle that would be helpful to you in getting the word out? I mean, obviously you have people that subscribe through podcasts, but he says here that this would have, you know, be on the internet, but it'd also be on some AM stations. Now he doesn't say what. Right. And I think that if we could get you and Larkin on AM stations, I think that would break into a whole new uh, demographic group that you're probably not reaching with just, you know, internet exposure. Right, right. That would be my guess. I mean, I don't know. No, it's, I mean, I think, I think certainly, I mean, if, if I can do anything to help me on a show or whatever, I think that'd be great. As far as the, just what happened uh, with your, with your job or your career, because I don't know much about you other than we did a show together. Oh, so. well, I, I've been a math professor for 13 years and I was a little tiny college called Park University near Parkville, or in Parkville, Missouri, which is near Kansas City, and I mean that was my livelihood. And then because I didn't publish anything, they, well, I guess that's why they fired me. They they really didn't say. Right. Um, so anyway, I'm sort of you know trying to figure out what I'm going to do with the rest of my life now. I just turned 53 a week ago, and but I I really like I really like the freedom issue, and I guess the dilemma for me always has been, and I think you're one of these rare people that have sort of bridged the gap is. How do you, how do you practice your passion and also make a living at it? Oh, <laughs> I know it's tough. It is tough, yeah. tough, tough. Sure, sure. You know, so um, and I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm not really thinking necessarily making a living doing this because it's just one three-hour show a week, if it's even that. But you know, if I could get enough money to, I mean, I'd love to make something, but at least to cover the fifteen hundred dollars a month, right? And see how it goes, and then I think it would be great to get you on there and. See, I had a lot of uh, uh, people from the Ayn Rand Institute on. I was a big objectivist and so forth. And uh, I suspect that I could get some people on. And I think it would be really cool to have you debate, excuse me, you debate some of them. I, I know you did one. In fact, um, Kurt, Kurt uh, Tischner, who's my webmaster, I don't know if you know anything about him, but he lives in uh, near Cleveland. But um, he... Um, he sent me a link where you debated uh, on YouTube or something at Objectivist, and I watched it, and I thought, you know, this guy really isn't a match for Stefan. I mean, we need somebody stronger out there, so yeah, so I agree. when you win, it'll be a, uh, it'll, it'll carry more weight than if you just, you know, it's yeah. if, if, if you're the bully on the street and you beat up a five-pound punk, then that doesn't really give much testimony to your No, I would, uh, I would and, and I, I have, of course, a huge respect for Objectivism, uh, so... It would be sort of a detailed debate, but I would be very happy to talk to uh, an objectivist about uh, statelessness and, and so on, and some of the ethical differences that I have with objectivism. Right. Now, uh, the, the, I think the only help that I can give you, Peter, is, is contacts. And the reason that I say that is I don't have an advertising budget, so I can't advertise. Um, right. But, uh, but I'm, again, if I can do anything, what I can do, of course, is use the resources of FDR and uh, 60 or 70,000 listeners to talk about, you know, you're having a show and, and so on, and I'll be on it. And that will at least get people listening to the first one, uh, which is good, I think. So um, especially if they hear that uh, a, uh, a debate between myself and an objectivist is going on, that for sure would, um, would generate some real interest, and I would be happy to do that. Um, but the person that I think you should talk to, his name is um, Mark Stevens, M-A-R-C. Oh. oh, you know him? Oh, I see the guy of uh, the No State. Um, yeah, No State Project. He ran okay, that. Yeah, I had him on my show once or twice. Okay. Right. He's And the reason that you should talk to him is that 
Uh, he has a lot of experience, and I don't know if he got the advertisers himself or what, but he does have a lot of experience in just this kind of format, Internet plus AM with the requirement for uh, for advertisers. So okay. uh, he would be the guy to talk to because I wouldn't have any actual experience in uh, getting advertisers or know how how to do okay. it or what's a good rate. But he has years of experience in that, so you should definitely talk to him. He's uh, uh, he's he's your he's your dude. Okay. Do you have a phone number for him by chance? Uh, let me have a look. I think I don't think I have a phone number because we always did things through Skype. But okay. It used it, it's uh, markstevens.net. Can you just try that? I think that's his new website. Markstevens.net. Okay. Okay. Well, let me ask you this, and, and that's fine. You know, I didn't necessarily anticipate that you would have a lot of expertise in that area. Let me ask you, if, if you have a couple more minutes, a few more questions. Oh, absolutely. I'd okay. Well, now, do you think, I mean, as I said in my email, I don't really think I have anything new to add. I think I think you and, and Larkin and maybe there's some others are, are the strongest proponents, the best articulators of of the stateless society or volunteer or what do you want to call it? So I really just see my role as um, someone who facilitates like a debate between you and objectivists and so forth. But the question then I have is, is there really enough content? I mean, would I be doing anything new that you haven't already covered in your podcast? And if not, that may be okay because we may be reaching a different audience. Mm -hmm. Um, But, I, I'm just wondering, three hours uh, from nine to midnight on Saturday nights, if that would pull in people. I mean, I guess we can always try right. something. I mean, that there seems to be, uh, and and you also might want to talk to Ian or Mark at Free Talk Live. Okay. Have you ever had a chat with them? Uh, I sent them an email once, and they never responded to me. That was over a year ago, just before I went to New Hampshire one time, because I know they're there, right? Right. Uh, you, you try it again and just okay. be persistent. You know, like most people, uh, two or three emails will finally get a response. Just have to be okay. annoyingly persistent. But uh, right. they are real bloodhounds when it comes to driving listenership and getting advertisers and stations. So, um, yeah, I know okay. if you get their ear for a few minutes, uh, that would be hugely helpful. Okay. Um, as far as, I mean, the format is, is, you know, just about anything that you want. I think, I mean, the stuff that has been great gaining traction for me, which I, I think will, will help. Uh, you is what I call it true news, but you can call it whatever you want, which is taking philosophical principles and applying them to current events. Sure. Uh, the, I mean, the Free Talk Live guys do a lot of current event stuff, and so does um, Mark Stevens. I didn't used to do that, but I started doing it just out of curiosity, and it seems to be quite popular. So mm-hmm. in, in terms of like generating massive new principles, well, I don't know that that's hugely important, but I think what is important is to take the principles that we have and step people through the current event stuff. Uh, on YouTube, I have a feed for my True News series, and you might want to dip into a few of those. Uh, you know, see, see if it's something that you like. And you could do that for, I guess you get 40 minutes with advertising, uh, and then you can have a guest on for 40 minutes. Or you, and then you could take questions from the audience and then have a guest on at the end or something. I mean, it's yeah. uh, audience participation seems to be very key for these kinds right. of shows. Right, yeah. Well, I would definitely want to do that. I, I think that there's, you know, I mean, that's, yeah, that's more fun. Well, yeah, and I, I think that when you apply the principles to current events or whatever, I think it helps elucidate the principles, too, because people say, okay, I mean, I can, I mean, I suspect a lot of people say, yeah, I, I want a society where nobody harms anybody and where everybody's voluntary, and you know, but then how, how does that work? How do we, right. you know, I mean, and you've obviously addressed a lot of these things with your podcast, you know, how do, 
how do we how do we have security? How do we resolve disputes? You know, and you could talk you know a, a long time on your dispute resolution organizations and stuff. I think that's a, a great idea. I'm sorry to interrupt. There's one um, other person concept. that I would suggest. That, sorry, there's just one other person that I would suggest that you get in touch with. Uh, I was on his show a couple of times. He was at one point a libertarian uh, candidate for president, uh, Michael Badnarik. I'm oh, sure yeah, you've I know. heard the name. I had him on. Okay. Yeah, he is. Uh, uh, he's a guy who also has a lot of experience in the radio world, okay. and uh, you know the, this. Uh, these kinds of shortcuts are just hugely valuable. So right. yeah, so so those are the four people: Ian and Mark from Free Talk Live, Mark Stevens right. and Michael Badnarik. That that I mean, if I had questions, that's where I would go because okay. I don't really know much about the radio business. Right. Okay. But you but you would be um, open and and. Um I'd be happy to. to being on several times because I, I just I really think it would be great to have you and Larkin and on and I you know as I said I I mean when I talked about the Constitution stuff before um, I, I could read you know I did a lot of research about things and current topics and this that and I, and I can still you know put my two cents in but I just think that since the shift now would be toward you know a stateless society or whatever then um, I would want you two to be the primary exponents of that. I think that's, uh, I mean, I, I, I appreciate your kind words, obviously, about my contributions. That, that really is very generous. I appreciate that. I think, uh, I'm not sure what your religious beliefs are, but uh, I also have noticed that uh, a good way to gain an audience is to talk about uh, theology and philosophy, um, mm -hmm. you know, the sort of, the, 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 the sort of minor overlaps and, and great deal mm -hmm. of opposition between the two. That is, uh, that can be quite an exciting show, right? So well, that's but, good too. Yeah, no, I, I became an atheist uh, several years ago, so I don't, I don't, you know. Okay, because you yeah. know the big, uh, the the big bestsellers in the nonfiction stuff is all atheist stuff. Uh, atheism has grown in Canada over the past twenty five years from ten percent to thirty five percent. Eighty five percent of Swedes are atheists. Sixty five percent of Japanese. Forty four percent of uh, British people are atheists, and by that I mean no religious affiliation. They could be agnostics or something, but sure, sure. but it is a very underserved demographic, if that makes sense, because sure. all of the mainstream media, particularly on the freedom side, right. is pretty religious. And so I think right. uh, if you wanted to get a theologian, I would be happy to debate that as well. Um, yeah, so, well, and I think, you know, I mean, obviously most, I don't know if it's, I don't know what the numbers are percentage-wise, you just rattle off some there, but European countries tend to be less religious than America in general, wouldn't you agree? Oh, yes, that's very true, but it's, it's also but, but changed. The, but their religion is the state. They do, yeah. and, and I think that would be an interesting topic, you know, to say to somebody, well, I'm an atheist and stuff. Well, you're really not an atheist. I mean, maybe in the technical sense you don't believe in a supernatural being, but you look to the state to solve all problems. Yeah, and you believe in an equally improbable authority called the gun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but so, so but now I mean, that's, they, they, that's a very, sorry, that's a very controversial topic, but it certainly would get you into a demographic that is probably underserved. But sorry, I interrupted. Please go ahead. No, no, that's fine. I mean, it's, it's hard not to interrupt when you're on the phone. But, but yeah, I mean, I, so uh, you're, you're convincing me here pretty quickly that we wouldn't have problems with uh, enough content and so on. And uh, I guess the main sticking point then is just, you know, how do I pay for the show and without dipping into my own pocket and, and so on, but I, I really like the idea. I mean, I th my sense is, and I don't, I don't have anything to back this up with data, Stefan, but uh, my sense is that you know, there's an awful lot of good stuff on the internet, but there are an awful lot of people that uh, they may use a computer at home and stuff, but they don't really get on the internet and search around or uh, you know do Google searches, and they're just not going to run into you. And mm, if we, mm. could, that's my sense. I mean, I could mm -hmm. be wrong, but 
if we could penetrate some AM markets where we get the person that's just driving home from work one day and just, you know, flipping on the radio and they start hearing this stuff, I think that would be really interesting. And get, because those kind of, I mean, we're going to offend a lot of people, but that's okay, you know, and get them to tune in and get people mad or to call in or whatever. I think that would be that would be it make the show more exciting you know right and as you know i i don't have any advertising anywhere uh, i just do donations so that is another business model that um has worked for me but uh it is um uh well, that, it's, it's a very exciting business model right i mean what we could do and i i haven't decided i mean i'm going to take i'm going to follow up on what what you suggested and contact as many of these four people as i can here quickly because this guy i think wants an answer but anyway um i mean i might do it and then you know we could like you suggested you could throw out to your listeners okay i'm going to be on the show you know this mm -hmm. month or this many times if any of you have any suggestions and I might do that in the air. I might say, okay, folks, we've done four shows. Uh, this is costing me fifteen hundred a month. If you like this show and you want it to continue, you're going to have to you're going to have to donate some money or something, or we're right. not, we're going to be off the air because I'm not going to spend fifteen hundred a month out of my own pocket to do this. As much as I want to spread the word. Yeah, I, no, we I'm we got to eat, right? <laughs> we got to eat exactly. Well, the other yeah. thing too is that if if you pay, I mean, what has made it very? I think why I get. Uh, why it's grown so fast uh, at Free Domain Radio is because, I mean, if I don't produce really, really high quality that really interests people, um, I don't get any money, right? So right. if you pay for it yourself, you're never particularly driven quite as much by the demands of the listenership, whereas if you become reliant upon them, that's a real client-facing relationship, if that makes any sense. Right. Yeah, you're right. And, but I, you know, I sort of face that with my with my previous show and I just, you know, how do I get people to advertise it? I mean, somebody's selling soap or something, you know, do they really care that much about the constitution or whatever, you know, right. I, I mean, maybe they do, but they're like, I mean, I, they want to sell their product and you know, whatever will sell it. So that's, you know, for somebody sort of a mainstream advertiser, somebody selling soap or whatever, they're going to have to be convinced that my audience is big enough that they're going to sell. And they, they probably won't really care what the, content is. I mean, some of them might object if they're, you know, if they're devoutly religious, they probably wouldn't want to support an atheist show or, or a show that... But if they're, if they're more atheist, they probably will and wouldn't want to go on a religious show, so... Well, that's, that's a good point. That's a good point, you know? So, um, it's almost taboo in this country, maybe it is in Canada too, or maybe less, to say that you're an atheist. It's all... I, I sense that a lot of people... Well, I mean, maybe I'm projecting because of my own sort of evolution out of it is... People are sort of afraid to say they, they really doubt the existence of God. I mean, oh, yeah. It's, it, it is a taboo topic for sure, because, yeah. um, and, and not because atheists are so aggressive, but because religious people can often be a little tense about that, those questions, right? Right. right. Like I've never okay, well, this is great, Sorry. Yeah, um, I, And if you don't mind, and, and um, uh, this is completely up to you, uh, I have a, a section, a private section of my board for the sort of highest tier donators, and it's very few people, but they're pretty smart and experienced. If you would be, if you would like, I can post our conversation uh, uh -huh. and and uh, in, into that section, so it'll be completely private, uh, except for you know a few people who I'm mostly friends with, and ask them if they have any ideas or expertise, whether they would like to uh, to email you. Sure, that would be great because I'm still at this point, I'm still kind of on the fence about. Um, about whether to do it or whatever. Can so, you just, yeah, uh, I, I, just I give us, uh, just, if you could just read off your email, then they'll know who to talk to. Okay, it's peter57 
at Mac.com, P-E-T-E-R 5-7 at Mac.com. Fantastic. Okay. Well, uh, do let me know. Uh, um, if you can't get any contact from these people, I can try uh, giving it a shot and tell them to you know, give you a call or whatever. Uh, so do let me know. Okay. And, uh, of course, if you get any uh, uh, emails that are of value from my listeners, that would be great. And I certainly would uh, I would like a venue where I could have slightly more sophisticated debates than with the YouTube denizens. So I would appreciate right. the opportunity for sure. Right. Good. And I think, you know, and one of the guys at the Ayn Rand Institute said to me one time, I mean, video's great, and, and we all watch TV, but this guy, and I, it, it really struck in me, it, it, it resonated as making sense. He said, you know, talk radio is powerful because it forces people to think about the ideas. You're not looking at some pretty face on there, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. like the networks have now, you know, some... I mean, they have these gorgeous women, and you're sitting there looking at her, and, and I'm, I'm asking myself, would I be watching this if she weren't so good-looking? Because she has nothing to say, really. Right, <laughs> She's right. very nice to look at, you know? Right. Um, no, I think that's a good point. I think that's a good yeah. point. Okay, well, I will definitely be in touch and let you know one way or that. Is the best way to contact you just with email, then? Yeah, email is great. Uh, um, uh, my first name, underbar last name, is my Skype ID, if you have that, so that would be great. I have Skype, too, yeah. Uh, let me, I can just tell you what I had. I, I, after I thought about it, I thought maybe you didn't want to want to put your phone number in on a, an email. So let's see. What I had is for your mobile is 416-275-9168. Yeah. And for, for your home, 416-907-2920. That's perfect. No, that's, I don't mind these numbers being out there. That's fine. Oh, okay. Well, uh, but obviously I have your email because you, because you responded. So, um, I guess the, and then in terms of Skype, well, we can exchange the Skype information sometime. I'm P. McSwim on Skype. We could, we could do that sometime. You bet. Okay, very good. I appreciate it, Stefan. And thanks, I will man. Be in touch and with and uh, it's it's an exciting change of life. And if it's any consolation, I made this transition from, you know, a salaried gig to this nonsense. And uh, uh, while you know, there's never any guarantees in any entrepreneurial situation. Right. Uh, it's a much better life. Uh, now, so there's something on the other side of that hill that looks very hard to climb that is really great. So I yeah. hope that you'll give it a shot. Well, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, because I definitely don't want to just work for somebody else. And <laughs> plus, yeah. there's you know, a, who knows what? Well, I mean, I th I really think this. I like your ideas. I like Larkin. I don't know if you've read any of his books, but I think that you know the two of you could become quite rich if we could just crack a tiny, tiny bit of the audience out there but we have to we have to get to them i mean maybe you're i mean i i maybe i'm pie in the sky thinking here stefan but i could see where your donations could go up tenfold or something and and um you know that would be pretty nice wouldn't it uh yeah i, I, I would not i would not <laughs> I mean, say no and, to that and then and then if i'm doing a radio show and people like what we're doing and then, then maybe the advertisement would pour in and maybe i'd get ten thousand a month and i throw fifteen hundred for the toward uh you know liberty whatever and the rest is my income so who knows what could happen Absolutely. All right. So keep me posted, and uh, I'm, you know, congratulations on the opportunity, and uh, it sounds very exciting. Okay. Great. I'll talk to you. Bye bye. bye.